0: You may have heard the Jim Rohn quote before, that you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So who are those five people? You're listening to The Empowered Life with master coach and trainer of NLP, Terry Holland. Breakthrough to the life you deserve. Okay, so who are these five people you're spending the most time with? And... What does that even mean, really? So these are your friends. These are people you people you spend the most time with. These could be people in your network, people you do business with. These are the people you spend the most time with. Now, some interesting things have come out about this in because I wanted to know, I want to know, is this is this true? I mean, I can understand it intellectually how the five people we spend the most time with would impact us. But what I started to find the more I dug into it is that it's really not just the five people, but we need to really evaluate our entire social network and business networks for who we're spending our time and our energy with. Now, there was a um, a piece I found uh, by social psychologist, Dr. David McClelland of Harvard, And what he said was, the people you habitually associate with determine as much as 95% of your success or failure in life. That's pretty freaking huge. So think about the people that you're spending the most time with, and that you associate with the most, they have a 95% influence over your success or your failure in life. So it's time to get really clear of who you allow in your life. I used to be pretty open. I used to, um, I mean, like open in respect to the fact that I was heavily introverted and shy. So when I say open, I mean, I allowed a lot of people into my life and was very quick to trust, but in respect to the fact that I was a heavy introvert. So. I used to trust very quickly, and I would allow people in without using much discernment. And I will tell you from personal experience this bit me in the butt many many, oh, so, so many times and And I started to learn to use more discernment when it came to choosing who I allow into my inner circle. And in doing so, my inner circle has become smaller and smaller. And smaller. And yet, my outer circle, my business network has grown exponentially in the same amount of time. So, what does that mean? That means that I have become very selective of who I allow into my inner circle. And in my inner circle, my close inner circle, I will tell you there are really just a few people. And then I have a more friend circle outside of that, which are, you know, friends that have a higher level of trust. And outside of that would be my extended network of people. So I've had to learn to trust slowly. Now, this doesn't make me a not trusting person or untrusting, because I've had people say that before. That, In fact, actually, I was at a workshop a couple years ago, and they said, if you don't trust people, that means you're not trustworthy. And I took that to heart at first. And I thought, What? Does that mean I'm not trustworthy because I don't trust people? And then I thought, no, 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 no. I have no problem trusting people once they earn my trust. And I think that that's um, a wise way to be, is to allow people to earn trust. And the more trust they earn, the more you give them. And the more they earn, the more you give them. Now, for me personally, trust and loyalty are my two greatest values when it comes to relationships. Now values I've mentioned before in other episodes, values are deeply unconscious filters that determine what motivate us, what demotivate us, what we expend energy on and what we won't expend any energy on. So for me, when it comes to relationships, and this is all relationships in my life. So when it comes to my My relationship with my husband, when it comes to my close friendships, my acquaintances, my business relationships, trust and loyalty are number one. Now, the moment, and I say they are number one because I have them linked so tightly in my mind that they are the same value. So for me, that is my number one value trust and loyalty. And when that's broken, a person can't earn back my trust. Once that's broken, that's done, the relationship is done. Now, I was talking to one of my close friends about this the other day, and I said that. And, and he said to me, well, you know, don't you think people need a chance? And, and the thing is, is here's what I've learned. And I'm not putting the, this on you in any way. You have your own values and your own way of doing relationships. This is from my experience and how I do relationships now, is that when my trust is broken, then the relationship is broken and can't, can't revert back. And I don't mean a mistake. People make mistakes in life. That's, that's stuff that can be mended. I'm talking about like deep trust and loyalty. So I used to, as I mentioned, I trusted very openly, very freely of people. I would confide in people later to find out that they had betrayed my confidence and uh, so that was a major breach of trust and loyalty and And I don't go back from those so here's what I've learned over the years. I've learned to practice discernment and who I allow into that inner circle of my life and I don't do that freely and it's and if a person is in, they are in, and when they break those values, they are out and they can't come back in. It's like a one and done. And that's not to say that those people are out of my life forever. That's to say that I take those things very seriously. So I used to let people into my life very easily. And I started noticing this pattern where these, you know, I'd let someone I trusted, the relationship would then fall apart. It would backfire, become very, very toxic and hurtful towards me. So there were a couple cases where I was, um, I found that I was being bullied after letting go of one of these relationships. This happened a couple of times. So I asked my husband one day, cause he's a very, Greg is a very wise man. And in fact, he, even though he's not a coach, he really is a coach and probably the best coach I've ever had. So I asked him, I said, what is my, what is my piece in this? If I keep bringing the same pattern into my life, what am I doing that I'm not aware of? And he said, oh, I can tell you very, very easily. You are allowing people into your life who don't deserve to be there. And I thought, huh, that's really interesting. And he went on to say, they haven't earned a place in your life yet. And so you've allowed people into your life who he said, I would never give the time of day to. And I thought, oh, that's really interesting. And when I thought about these people, in terms of their value system, we had very different value systems. In terms of their beliefs, their behavior, we were very different. Now, that's not to say you can't have relationships, friendships with people who believe different things or value different things, but there has to be enough commonality between the two. So... Here's the thing, the people you spend the most time with, unconsciously, will influence your level of consciousness, they will influence your beliefs, and they will influence your behaviors. And there are countless studies out there who show that, that if you are, for example, you are more likely to change your health. So say you are carrying more weight than you want and you would like to release some weight and get healthier and improve your fitness, you're more likely to do that and succeed at it if you surround yourself with people who are fit and active. And alternatively, if the people in your closer circle, the people you are spending the most time with, if they are obese, you're more likely to become obese. If they smoke or they have any bad habits, really, you're more likely to take on those bad habits. If they are lazy, you're more likely to become lazy. You'll adopt the work ethic of the people around you. So it's really important, especially for entrepreneurs, for high achievers, for people who want to achieve amazing things in life, you have to surround yourself with other high achievers who are just as driven and motivated as you. And that doesn't mean that every single person in your life has to be that way, but you need to have a good group of people who are like that, who are driven, motivated in what they do, who are striving to achieve something. There's there's no mistake in the fact that people who become millionaires tend to be surrounded by other millionaires. And I heard a story many years ago, and I'm probably going to butcher it, so I apologize if I get some of these wrong but it's it's the the point of the story that's important not the actual details but there was a an author famous author who was talking to tony robbins one day and he said you know he asked tony what his net worth was and it was i think at the time it was like 60 million again these figures could be wrong it's the the moral of this story that's important not the facts so i think tony said something like 60 million and or that was what he was making a year 60 million. And this other author who had co-authored a very, very um, successful series of books said, well, you know, how come we're doing 6 million if you're doing 60? What's the difference? And Tony said to him, what's the average net worth of your mastermind group? And this author said 6 million. And Tony said, and that's the difference. The average in my mastermind is 60. So you will strive to the level of the people that you hang around with the most. It's like a a goldfish in a bowl. The fish will only grow to the size of its environment. You as a person will grow to the size of your environment. And if you factor in the people who are around you, they they're part of your environment. They create the environment. So you in terms of your development Professionally, personally, you will only develop to your surroundings. So, if you're surrounded by people who, you know, they're they're not really achieving much in life, they're not striving for much, they're they don't have a great work ethic. Maybe their values aren't in alignment. Um, they're not taking care of themselves physically or emotionally, and maybe they don't have a lot of awareness of themselves. Then. That will limit you in actualizing what it is that you want. So if you're striving for more in life, what do you do? Do you just drop all your friends and run? You might. I think what you ought to do is seek out, intentionally seek out new relationships with people who are moving in the direction that you want to move in. So if you want to get healthier, find groups of people to surround yourself with who are healthy and fit. If you want to be more successful, surround yourself with success-minded people. Find groups, find a mastermind to join of people who will support your success. So that's what I have learned over my, my many years on this planet is to be really discerning about who I allow into that inner circle. Now, this isn't something I learned years and years ago. This is something that has been more recent in my life. And I've become more conscious of over the last couple of years. So something I've become more aware of. And just now I've started to realize the impact of using that sort of discernment when I'm allowing people into my inner world. Now, a great way of of starting to sort of shape your your network, your social circle, the people who influence you is first you have to become really clear on what your values are, what's really important to you. So the question is, what's most important to you when it comes to relationships? And think about that. For me, it is trust and loyalty. And there's other values too. But those are the That's the thing that overrides everything when it comes to relationships, trust and loyalty. Now for you, it might not be that it might be something different. People have different values. If there's a context of life, you're really, really looking to level up. in, So if you want to get healthier, if you want to get, um, if you want to make more money, then ask yourself the question, what's most important to me about my career? What's most important to me about my business? What's most important to me about my health? And that will start to give you an understanding of values. Now, when I work with my clients one-on-one, we go a lot deeper into values because values are mostly unconscious. And this process I just told you is very conscious, but it will give you a good foundation. So when I work with clients, we go a lot deeper into these values and then aligning them into, into the direction of what you want. So that's what I would do. Start with getting clear of what your values are. Think about what it is you want, you ought to have a goal, what you want, what do you want to achieve? What's the outcome you're striving for in your life right now? And then seek out relationships with people who have either done it, or they're in the process of doing it themselves. And surround yourself with like minded people. Now, you know, does that mean that you just drop all your old friends? Again, not necessarily. It means that you focus more energy into the relationships that are going to support you in the direction you're going. And remember, that's a two-way street. You, they support you, you support them. So it has to be a win-win for everyone. So that's it for today. Take an audit of who is in your inner circle. Who is in your greater network? look at your values around relationships, what's most important to you. And oh, and I'll tell you one thing. I'll tell you a few things. But I'll tell you one more thing is that once you're very clear on what your values are, those become your boundaries. So that you know, like I know now that if someone violates my trust or loyalty, that's the boundary. That's it. So a lot of, there's a lot of buzz around boundaries these days and people upholding boundaries. This is how you find your boundaries. And this is how you set them is by really understanding what your values are. And if something pushes up against your values, when you know what they are, then you know what's going on. You know why that person's irritating you or why you don't feel good around them or why every time you interact with them, you just feel drained and exhausted after. So get clear about your relationships, get clear about your values and what those boundaries are, and then seek out the relationships that are going to support you towards your ultimate purpose, your greatest goals in life. All right. Thanks for joining me today. Hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please leave me that five-star review and let me know. You can always find me on Twitter at Terry H. Coaching, Facebook at Terry Holland Coaching, And Instagram at Terry Holland, I would love to hear from you. And for those of you who are local in the greater Vancouver area, June 26th, I'm hosting a full day mastermind event. This is our VIP business breakthrough to success mastermind. It is full day, we will have a catered lunch, and we will really dig into your business on that day. And you'll be surrounded by people who are also highly motivated achievers looking to level up. So a great group to be connected in with. There's only six seats available and three are already gone. So if you're interested in that, reach out right away to join us in that mastermind. All right. Thanks so much. And I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope you have a fantastic day.